0: News. Talk. Sports. Now, the experts on AM 980.
1: And good afternoon. This is Brian Nuttall. Welcome to our expert show presented by Advanced Basement Systems. It's all things basementy this hour. No one wants a damp basement, but many in London have one right now. Maybe you're one of those that's procrastinating a little bit. You know or you sense that you have an issue in your basement, uh, water issues, but you haven't done anything yet. Why not contact Advanced Basement Systems? They have certified technicians who have effectively and permanently caused created uh, solutions. And there's no job too small or too large. And there's no basement Advanced Basement Systems can't fix. Ben Bates is back on the show. Welcome, Ben. Good afternoon, Brian. This morning on our Inch by Inch show with Peter Inch uh, at 9 o'clock every Saturday, this morning they were talking about asbestos. Now, mm. we've talked about mold your business goes into a lot of older London homes and where that could very well be prevalent.
0: Yeah, and it's not something that we remediate, uh, but, you know, it is something to keep in mind for people who have older homes. You know, if you are going to be doing some uh, demolition in your basement uh, or going around in your crawl space, you know, um, old floor tiles, things like that contain asbestos. And much like mold, um, when dormant,
1: uh, they don't cause harm to you. But when the spores are airborne, that's when we begin to have some serious issues. So that would be an obvious question that you would ask the home loan owner. And if they happen to have documentation that says that at one time it was removed, you're not putting your guys in danger. Exactly. And that's the last thing we want to do. We know it's a tough job and sometimes it's not always pretty. But at uh,
0: no point do we ever want to put our construction crews, um, our own employees, right? These aren't sub tradesmen, And even if they were, we don't want to be putting anybody in harm's way. So mm-hmm. the more information, the better. Um, some homeowners are very well educated on their home. Uh, they've lived there for 20, 30 years. Uh, some other people have just moved in there, and they're excited to start a new renovation project, and they really don't know what's going on down there. Um, even if they have construction expertise, you, know, they, uh, you never know what's behind a wall.
1: Nobody has x-ray vision, and uh, you know, even thermal imaging sometimes can't catch that stuff. And even if it's not part of the structure of the home, there could be some remnant of asbestos in particles mm-hmm. just tossed into the crawl space that you'll be in.
0: Oh, Pete, the stuff that you will find in a crawl space. I mean, my home has uh, the original bricks, you know, it's from 1887 and uh, you know, when we went down there to start the encapsulation, I mean, there are like there must be 40-50 reclaimed bricks under there and for you know, for someone who doesn't need those bricks, you know, go to a uh, uh, you know a patine yard or anything, and you'll get a few you get a few bucks for those. They're worth quite mm-hmm. a bit. So I mean, but uh, yeah, we've pulled uh, some stuff. I don't even want to mention out of uh, crawl spaces. We've pulled old furnaces out there because when when especially when they build the house, right, it's very easy to just toss crap down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes you know, a litter box. It, yeah, it really does. And then as people renovate their homes, you know, well, we might need some form of this whatever it is so they put it down there and it, and it stays and and of course things you know things begin to rot and uh it can be it can be a huge issue uh down the line depending on what's what's down there and then of course you have the rodent problem as well um you know you start having raccoons cats um what i mean in america we have a dealer who found uh Homeowner found, a, uh, unfortunately, a homeless person living in their crawl space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't really want to get to that uh, point um, with anything down there. So, you know, when we come in, in a crawl space, we take out anything organic, obviously not your floor joists and things like that, but anything that can grow mold or rot, and then we encapsulate and uh, spray foam insulate it and dehumidify the
1: space, and uh, yeah, they become very nice, comfortable places. want to encourage you to go to the website as we do the show today, and if you happen to be listening to us a little bit later on the podcast, you can go to Advanced Basement Systems' website and uh, click on the About Us link, and there you will see some very interesting before and after photos. Yeah, we just actually uh, posted uh, three new sets of our poly-level and uh, Ray Robis,
0: who's our operations assistant, he's a, a little bit of jack-of-all-trades with us. And uh, he's uh, he's installing the poly-level concrete lifting right now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a great job. And uh, we had one particular job come up in Windsor. And uh, a lady who was, uh, you know, she had a few companies come out, and everybody just walked away from it. And she's very excited that Walked bro- away from it? Why did uh, you hear? Just, just they don't think they could help her. Which I guess, you know what, in terms of uh, I'd rather see other companies doing that than than really, you know, lie to someone and then just leave when they figure they can't do it. So Brian went out, our technician in Windsor, and he had a look at it. And he said, yeah, I think we can do this. Called uh, Bilal, our construction manager, and um, he gave him the thumbs up. So Ray went out there. And basically it was uh, four steps. So one big slab, huge piece of concrete. And we have to drill through each step. And we injected foam. Uh, into each of the uh, into each of the holes, and and we lifted this this big step that had sank evenly three and a half inches, and we lifted it right back up. And if you go to our website, you can see that uh, before and after photos. And uh, there's a couple other ones out there. But especially as winter's coming, right? You know, um, you have days like we've been having this week where we get a little bit of snow. You know, it melts during the day, freezes at night, turns to black ice, things like that. It can be very dangerous with with uh, unlevel concrete. So um, we're, we're pushing to get all of our jobs done that are scheduled for the remainder of the year so that that's
1: not a problem for anybody. Speaking of photos, though, you take photos of the work that's being done too, right? So we're going to talk about the before yeah. and the after and we'll uh, explore the jobs that you've done successfully. But uh, taking photos is important and does not plan or part b to the question help out if you have a problem that you're not 100 percent certain about its resolution and you can share it with the team of networks
0: oh yeah absolutely i mean uh you know when our when our technicians go to a job whether it becomes a sold job or not um we get permission from the homeowner to doc to take photos and then all that happens is just documents in their file right so if down the road they call back um you know um like A technician, you know, Tom, hey, Tom, you were out uh, two years ago. He can pull up their file, look at the photos, and go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do document everything that we can. And then, of course, you know, it's 2014, and and, and it has been um, 21st century marketing for a while now. So in terms of marketing your company, it's very important. You have things like before and after photos, video testimonials, uh, videos in general. Um, You know, as a consumer, you're expecting... The company that you're going to hire typically to be on, you know, the same level as you. Right. So, you know, we expect to market ourselves in a certain way. Our our, uh, demographic expects to see that marketing delivered that way. And um, for me, you know, uh, when I look online to see when I have a problem, I I love seeing before and after photos Mm -hmm. because, you know, it documents that, hey, this is this very similar problem
1: to me. And hey, here's the solution to it. Let's go through one. We're going to go back to crawl spaces for yeah. this. This is a job that was done in Elsa Craig, not too far from London. Problem was the crawl space needed new support columns, an encapsulation system, and new access. And the floors were sagging, and the crawl space itself was just in horrible condition. Mm-hmm. There's the shot. Not a pretty picture. Yep. Here's the after, looking pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And support columns are a
0: huge issue with crawl spaces, of course, because, you know, a lot of homes, um, you know, the support columns are made of either, uh, you know, a, a wood, uh, um, a jack that's not galvanized, which means that it's not zinc coated and zinc stops metal from, you know, deteriorating and rusting. Um, or, you know, it's sitting on, uh, you know, cinder blocks or something. And what happens is is as the, as the, the vents in the crawl space let in the humid air during the summer months, and of course that the earth is always wicking moisture as the moisture gets into the crawl space and condenses because the crawl space is cold, right um, the wood begins to grow in in moisture content so you know uh, any any relative humidity percentage over sixty percent six zero um, that's when mold can begin to grow and you know we see a lot of crawl spaces over eighty <laughs> percent. Uh, relative humidity, which is really bad. And then once you get up to around 90% relative humidity, which we see all the time, even in basements sometimes, what that means at 90% relative humidity, it means that the wood moisture content is about 20%, which is when you're going to have expedited uh, rot occurring. So what will happen in regards to the columns is that the, the, the beam, the wooden beam or the floor joists will begin to you know, it almost looks like they're 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 growing around it. You know, sometimes when a tree has an obstruction and it grows around it, it becomes a very strange shape. Well, that's what happens. And then and they sink, and then your floor sink, and then your door jams, um, don't work properly. Uh, the windows don't shut properly, and then you retrofit your new doors and windows to fit the shape of the house. And then eventually, when you're sick of it, and you get our company to come and have a look at it. You know, now we have an awkward situation because it's been left for so long. Your doors and windows now fit the incorrect shape of the home so we can no longer lift, you know, the house back up. We can only put in new support columns. But, you know, our columns are called smart jacks, and it's a patented product that we have. And the beautiful thing about it is, you know, we could come in, support your home with those jacks, and then, you know, down the road, if you wanted to really, you know, get the house back to level— um, You know shape you could take your doors and windows out when it's time and then we can come in and actually adjust the jack all we have to do is put a wrench on it and we torque it and it and it lifts very slowly and uh, we also have a similar system for when we straighten a wall that's bowing or, or leaning in we can torque it back over time. And it's some pretty cool patented methods we have on stuff like
1: that. Now, Ben, you mentioned that some homes you've inherited, 80 to 90% humidity. You mm-hmm. do your work, and then the humidity level is at a very comfortable level. Yes. How do we maintain that, though? What do you say to the homeowner moving forward? Very easily. We have a, a system. There's one for
0: crawl spaces and one for basements, and they're called the Santa Dry. And uh, all you do is set set the relative humidity percentage that you want, and you're done. Mm-hmm. Set it and forget it. And, uh, you know, it's... um. It's an it's a unbelievable machine, you know, this dehumidifier is uh, not only a dehumidifier, it's also a, a filtration system. So it filters down to a two micron level. And uh, that's, so basically we're filtering out dust mite droppings, dust mite poop. And that is the number one indoor allergen. Um, so a lot of people experience their asthma, asthma, things like that, coughing all the time, sneezing, especially with crawl spaces. Is dramatically reduced and then of course they spend less money on medication for allergies as well um but yeah so it's very easy to do that and uh you know this dehumidifier is not like anything that's available it, it it's big it's 110 pounds but and uh it removes about 109 pints of water out of the air per day and uh the thing that makes it so cool is the blower inside of it <laughs> when, when we take them apart to study them like uh, as a as a dealer right we have to learn how to fix these on our own so we do And it looks like a semi-truck turbo. It's humongous, the blower. And uh, I learned this last year. It moves 200 cubic feet of air a minute, our dehumidifier, whether it's in the crawl space or the basement. And one cubic foot of air is about the same size as a basketball if it was in physical form. So I say to people, you know, you can imagine 200 basketballs every minute bouncing around your basement. That's what Mm -hmm. it's doing. But, you know, of course, Brian, like we've talked about before, it's not just the air in your basement or your crawl space. You know, up to 50% of the air... um, from the basement or crawlspace, gets up to the main level in your second story. So,
1: and there's where your health issues are. That's, absolutely, that's where you predominantly live and, yes. and breathe, and yeah. therefore you are taking in some of the contaminants. And for but sure. it starts at the basement and goes up. It
0: does. It's called the stack effect, and uh, it's you know it's it's um it's just the way houses breathe naturally. And yeah, it's 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 a big problem, especially with crawlspace.
1: Would you recommend that they get the Santa dry uh, in concert with the work that you do for their basement?
0: We do. I mean, you know, if someone's explaining to me symptoms, problems that relate to high humidity, mold, dampness, odors, I ask them, you know, is that something you'd like me to show you how to do? You prevent mold and reduce humidity and odors. And if they say yes, then I write that down on our list of goals. And then when it comes time, I show them the and I say, this is how uh, we're going we're gonna to address this problem for you. Um, and then, you know, we show them the investment on it. And it's a very smooth um, way that we – so basically we ask you a question – we we uh, We relate that to an item on our uh, little list of goals, and then we relate that to a product, so it's very neat, but yeah, I mean um if everybody had a Sanity dry right? i mean we'd we'd all be a lot more healthy, the houses would be more comfortable and uh, I tell you my parents have one, and it's it's a really older one too. It's about two thousand five two thousand and six. And, uh, you know, when you just go into their basement, into their house, it just is crisp, clean, feeling air. And I don't know what it is about that machine, but every house that I go into post-production for marketing photos or anything like that,
1: it's... um, yeah, it is amazing, that machine. We do call it the Basement Miracle Machine for a reason. We have more in before and afters coming up. It's all things basementy between now and the top of the hour with Advanced Basement Systems. Ben Bates is here. Here's the number to call to uh, get a free, no-obligation estimate and inspection of your home, one 74 That's one 74 And join us online by going to their website, and you'll see some of those before and afters that we're going to share upcoming next at forestcitybasement.com com. News, talk, sports. Now,
0: back to the experts on AM980.
1: With Brian Uthall and Ben Bates, Advanced Basement Systems, it's all things basementy and those nasty crawl spaces too. And you can call for a free foundation and inspection estimate. They're the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario. And on the Saturdays that Ben joins us, you can hear why. There are more and more growing number of satisfied London customers as they continue to expand here into the London area. And today, we invite you... To go to the website and click About Us, and there you will also find some before and after photos. So we're kind of taking a look at these pictures. They're right up on our screen here now. Taking a look at the before, and then Ben's talking us through the process that gets us to the after. For example, we have here some floor seepage, Ben. This is in a house in Chatham. Problem. Seepage occurring through the floor and the wall joint. hmm and that's, uh, you know, we, we we show people on our computer when we come
0: out exactly why basement leaks You know, what happens when they build your house is that uh, they come in and they pour the footing, okay? And the footing is what the wall sits on top of. And then the half of the footing, okay, that's on the interior of the home, right? So the wall, let's say the footing, this is not the specs of it, but let's say the footing is 10 inches wide. The wall would be five inches wide because that's half width of the footing right and that would sit right in the middle so there's x amount of inches on one side of the wall of right of footing and then same on the outside so then after the wall is done the floor gets poured and rests on the interior half of the footing right makes sense so and if it doesn't you can go online and see some uh, drawings of it but so essentially what we have here is is uh, a couple of imperfect joints right so we have a wall sitting on top of a footing so that's an imperfect joint, right? we got to remember, too, concrete and, and, you know, cinder blocks are porous. It's like a hard sponge. Water can migrate through them. So we have water getting in between the footing and the wall joint, and then we also have the floor wall joint, which is where the floor buds up to the wall, right? So that's where a lot of homeowners experience problems, is seepage coming through the floor wall joint. And if you have an unfinished basement and you go down and look at it and it's made of cinder block and you... Excuse me. And you notice that the bottom two courses of block, so the bottom two rows, are slightly darker than the rest of the blocks. That means that you are likely going to experience floor, floor, uh, wall joint seepage because the water is building up inside the cavities of the block. So what that means is that the drainage that is going all the way around the home uh, is clogged, and there is water now pooling up around the foundation and underneath the basement floor as well. And the water is going to seek the weakest point of entry. So it's imperative that you act quickly and, uh, you know, and by quickly, it's not like by by the seconds, but, you know, mm. a, as the days go on, right? It needs to be addressed. Absolutely. So we
1: install a new uh, footing drain and then take that to a sump pump. I was about to say, so one of the recommendations from Inspector Alex and Foreman Sean on this one was that the sump pump be uh, installed. Yes. Yep. And, uh,
0: I mean, sump pumps are, you know, you build a new house, it's code to have a sump pump. And, you know, we've, we've been having... Um, I mean, our sump pumps back in 1995 would still be considered modern today. And we've, of course, upgraded as the years have gone on. (laughs) But, um, you know, our airtight lids, our water alarms to let you know if the water is reaching the lid. I mean, we're just, you know, we want to minimize the risk of you ever having water in your basement. And that's why we offer, like, you know, a hot water containment system. Very simple ring. Call it the flood ring. Goes at the bottom of your hot water tank, right, and can contain water and or drain it too. Uh, your drainage system or your sump pump. We have heavy-duty washing machine hoses. You know, imagine going out, you know, you put a load of laundry on, and you go out for, you know, half an hour to the shop, and you come back, and uh, you got three inches of water in your basement. Costly you, load of laundry. Believe you me. That's, like, because it happened, um, you know, my parents had a flood. We've had a couple of floods mm-hmm. <laughs> from different sources, and uh, that was one of them. And uh, we got it just in time. But what happens is that the lines tend to split. Uh, the PSI becomes too great. And then it starts spraying water, and then that spray turns into a stream of water. And then, of course, when hot water tanks leak, uh, they go big time, Mm -hmm. and you have a lot of water. So uh, it's important to have, uh, especially if you have a finished basement, too. You know, for the couple of hundred bucks that you'd invest in having a a flood ring and and flood check hoses, we call them, um, on just those two appliances, you know, could save you a fortune.
1: It's kind of an advanced basement systems makeover party that we've got going here between now and three as we take a look at those uh, uh, certain conditions that have uh, created the before picture and then we're going through the after. Talking about waterproofing when it comes to advanced basement systems, something we haven't touched on yet on the show today, radon testing, radon mitigation to foundation repair. And they have locations in London, Chatham, Str- all over southwestern Ontario. And they're just a one phone call away where Cass will take the call and will line you up with uh, an appointment where they can get to your home as quickly as possible and uh, sign you up with a, a very extensive uh, plan for you to get that problem solved. Here's the number one 488 74 and find out more by finding them online at forestcitybasement.com news,
0: talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980.
1: With Brian O'Toole and Ben Bates, all things basementy today from Advanced Basement Systems. We'll give you the number to call direct into the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario in a, a few minutes as well and remind you that you can uh, check out the website at forestcitybasement.com and they'll link you through to some of the before and after photos and we're going through some of those experiences uh, right now. Is it a fair comment to say that here in southwestern Ontario, Ben, with the extreme weather we have, I mean it can get pretty toasty yeah. around here. And of course, last winter we had the polar vortex. Is yeah. that a significant contributing factor to problems that you deal with? Yeah, it definitely is, uh, particularly with foundations. You know, you have
0: settlement occurring. Uh, the home literally starts to sink. You know, like I was talking about the footing, the footing starts to drop. Um, you know, homes that don't have proper frost protection or structures without proper frost protection, bowing walls, especially uh, you know, block walls that start to push in. You know, if you have a horizontal crack in the mortar of a of a wall, you know, that's starting to push in. And once you once you have uh you know tension and um and uh not I've forgotten the word, it's but essentially pressure, right? Up down forces with um, you know, sideways forces. Essentially, to be
1: very basic with it, that's when things become very detrimental. And that's extreme heat and it's extreme cold, and yeah. we get it all here. A little bit, a little bit more moderate down Chatham Windsor Way, mm-hmm. uh, but here, in London, Woodstock, Saint Thomas. It, oh yeah, I mean, it's just the dry and wet seasons,
0: right? I mean, you have this expanding and contracting clay, um, and and like I talked about earlier, you know, we have that system, the i beams that can be torqued over time. So you know, we can install them during the wet season, and we'll. We'll torque them a little bit. And then during the dry season, we can come back or you can even do it with a torque wrench and, uh, you know, t- torque the beams. And, and over time, uh, over the next few months or a year or so, we can we can push that wall back straight. Or we dig up the wall when we do it and, uh, you know, we'll put it back straight right then and there. But, yeah, no, it's um like last year's winter was very, very rough. Even good, well-built uh, driveways, you know, homes, things like that we're experiencing – uh you know, some, some issues. Heave is a huge issue. Um and that's not even something that we can really deal with. Uh heave is uh is <laughs> a whole nother whole other area of of issues. But uh yeah, um you know when when you have this kind of uh climate where it gets very, very humid, very cold, and for a year we'll have no rain, it'll be dry. And uh, you know, it is hard on on houses and It's scary to think that as we move forward here, houses are are like there's an an area in London here that's getting developed and there are houses, nice houses on it. And it's a swamp. Mm -hmm. And everybody that I I drive by with says, oh, they're building that on a swamp. And they did the same thing in Chatham. And every single one of those houses is sinking. And I'm thinking, you know, it's hard enough to make a house last. One, why are we building them, um, you know, cheaply, uh, less less quality in the product and material and and of course, sometimes the labor too. And then secondly, why are we building who's... Mm -hmm. Whose idea is it to develop areas, um, you know, on, on this uh, floodplains. Yeah, on floodplains or 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 other kind of areas, right? It's it's not it's not what you want. And um, you know, if we run out of room, then we were out of room. I mean, you can't sacrifice people's way of living and their investments by building on these planes. So, um it's something that we're working with as much as we can with structural engineers and, and officials, but uh, you know, uh, an independent contractor can only do so much. So
1: really, you know, our role is to be there. Um, when you need us and provide you with the best solutions and products possible. So you've got some really solid advice for anyone who's in the market for a new home, you know, ask the right questions Absolutely, and be conscious of the area that you're buying. In. Like here's the reality, you know, I would,
0: if you gave me three options, build a house, buy a house between, you know, eight to eight, eight years old to now, or, you know, buy a house like I did from, you know, 1887 or whatever it is, you know, uh, 20th century early. Um, you know, I would definitely go with Build your own house if you could. Um, you know, I bought my house when I was 21 a couple of years ago. And I could not afford to build a house where I wanted to and how I
1: wanted to. So, But it's all about building the new house yeah. at the right location.
0: I, yeah, exactly. And, and building it properly. You know, Bilal, our uh, construction manager, you know, he opted to build his own house in, the, in a subdivision. And, you know, he built it right. He has insulation under his basement floor. He has double uh, double drainage uh, piping around the perimeter of his home, right? Uh, you know, he has, uh, he built, I I always forget the name of this stuff, but essentially, uh, the foundation walls are made of styrofoam and you fill it with concrete. Um, so you very, very good insulation, you know, um, the concrete in his driveway is thick, it's done properly. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. If you're going to, if you're going to build a house, you've got to make sure that, you know, whoever's coming in there uh, is not a rookie or, you know, has a bad name You got to make sure that uh, whoever you're contracting out to to build your home or if you're doing it yourself, you know, the people coming in there are doing a good job. And if you're going to buy a house, you know, my biggest tip for anybody who's going to buy a house, whether it's 10 years old or 110 years old, is do not rely solely on a home inspector. A lot of them are great. Most of them are great. And they find and they find a lot of things that could be a problem down the road. But even the best ones can miss things. And it's not their fault. It's it's a house. And and you give them two and a half, three hours to do their job. And that's not enough time. Mm And if you gave them enough time, nobody would afford a home inspector. So, you know, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But the reality is they're going to likely miss quite a bit of stuff. So, you know, be sure, you know, use your resources, go online. The whole world's library is at our fingertips, right? And uh, if if your dad or anybody who's been in construction, you know... Talk you know, to them. Yeah, talk to them. Tell them you buy them a case of beer or take them out for <laughs> dinner, right? And, and get them to uh, help. You know, when I yep. bought my house, I brought my dad over and he pointed out a couple of things. My home inspector pointed out a couple of things. So I was ready. And then what happened when I moved in in the first month? My roof started leaking and mm-hmm. nobody told me that there was a poor roof condition, right? So you got uh, to be prepared, um, sometimes for the worst, but uh, at least do everything you can so that you know when the problem does come, you say, well, I did everything I could. And uh, I, nobody, nobody's getting the blame here. It's just as what
1: it is. I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of reputable London area builders, and I've been on location and uh, promoting new model homes. And the reputable builders will remind me to remind the audience that the home is really a system. It is. That's why we have the eaves. That's why we have drainage. And like a car… It will only work when the systems are all in harmony. Yeah. And so when it comes to a home and it's not working in harmony or in synergy, that's when Advanced Basement comes and does the tune-up. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, how do they start building
0: your house, right, from the foundation up? So we believe if you're going to do renovations, right, if you're going to put a new kitchen in, is it what you really want to do? No, but you should probably start with the basement, especially the crawl space. The crawl space is a problem you know, you're really going to be, you're really going to be upset at yourself that you didn't address it because it will wreck your floors. It will wreck your house. Mold will start to grow. So, you know, um, we, uh, we believe that taking care of the, of the quality of the air in the home, making sure there is no potential for mold growth in the lower level um, is absolutely imperative. So, you know, if you start with us, we can, you know, we have packages available for you. You want to spend a lot of money? You can spend a lot of money with us. If you don't, need to spend a lot of money you just want to take care of one little problem that's something that you can do absolutely as well but uh you know uh, a good sump pump system a good dehumidifier and uh making sure nothing silly like a window leak is gonna is gonna ruin your uh your season is, uh, is imperative to be moving forward on any other project.
1: Particularly timely with winter on the way are the hazards, the trip hazards. We have a couple of examples to share next, and Ben's going to give us the solutions. From Advanced Basement Systems, the number is one 488 74 That's one 488 74 and you'll find them online. And take a look at the About Us section there where you'll see the before and the after shots at ForestCityBasement.com. News. Talk.
0: Sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. For
1: Advanced Basement Systems, they pride themselves in their wide variety of home solutions and they're part of a vast network globally, each designed to repair and upgrade your basement, crawl space, foundation, or other below-grade space to create a dry and probably most importantly, a healthy home with additional living space, so they can expand on what you may have already there. And for many years, they've found effective, common-sense solutions. And that's our focus today with Ben Bates from Advanced Basement Systems. We have a tripping hazard we want to talk about here. Again, go to the website, and you'll see the About Us section, and then you'll see the before and after photos. And here we have a tripping hazard at an apartment complex, Ben, where the path to the parking lot had a very serious trip hazard. It did, yeah. So what we can see here is that... um, as we make our way
0: down the walkway, we're going into the parking lot, and uh, we can see a you know the car is right there. And uh, what we have is the pathway is a little bit lower than the parking lot, and this is a big problem, especially as we have winter, uh, you know, coming. Like I said earlier, with the ice, uh, also down to a frustration level too. You know, um, you think it's a little bit of water, and it's actually two, three inches a puddle, and uh, now you're now you're soaked. Um, but but ultimately, what this is is something that people will trip on. And can fall, and of course, you know, um, uh, a lot of apartment complexes tailor to uh, the uh, elderly, right? Demographic, a lot of older people, and uh, when they fall, it's it's it can be a very bad thing. And um, you know, really anybody, um, you know, who who trips suddenly, not expecting it, maybe has an arm armful of groceries, can be detrimental as to what happens. So, <laughs> what what we're doing here is we're was we're taking this tripping hazard, and uh, we're gonna. We're going to essentially make it safe. So what we need to do first is is we're going to show up with our uh, truck and trailer, and we drill five eighths of an inch hole where where needed, as as decided by the foreman Ray. And then what he'll do is he's going to fill the void beneath. The, the concrete slab. slab and then, of course, the top of the soil. So concrete sinks because there's a void beneath, in between the soil and the bottom of the concrete. For whatever reason, wash out, uh, you know, poorly compacted soil. So the foam that is injected expands rapidly and first fills the void. Once the void is, is full... Okay, then the foam continues to expand, and now it begins to lift the concrete.
1: And that's demonstrated on your television commercial. It is on CTV.
0: It is very cool, and uh, it's it's an unbelievable process. And uh, you know uh, the common term out there is mud jacking, and uh, this is using something called polymers. And uh, essentially, the foam uh, expands, fills the void fully. And then lifts the lifts the concrete back up to a level, and it's it's unbelievable. You so you can see on the photo here that we're now in a level level setting. You know, before and after photos, I can only put one each, but um, we have more photos of it. Uh, you know, from different angles. And um, the nice thing about it too is you're only you only made a five eighths of an inch hole. That's about the size of a penny, um, as opposed to mud jacking where you need a two inch hole. It's quite big and unsightly. Um, also, mud jacking uses primarily dirt uh to lift a problem that dirt is causing so this doesn't make a lot of sense and the main ingredient um supposed to be used in my jacqueline is called portland and portland's a little bit expensive so a lot of guys don't use it as much as they should be whereas with the foam the foam comes in a sealed barrel we hook it up to the pump machine and you know we're using exactly what we need to be using and uh, we actually are embarking on a industrial job in a factory a big machine press has uh sitting on four corners of you know, different slabs. And it's sinking. And it's sinking. And we're going to go ahead and uh, and lift that. And we just use a slightly higher density foam, I believe. Um, uh, I think it's a four-pound instead of a two-pound foam. And, and that'll expand and lift that whole thing up. But, I mean, the foam, you know, Brian, whether it's a pathway to an apartment complex, uh, slabs underneath a press. What are the other more common trip zones? Yeah. Um, I mean, you you would be surprised what what we can lift with this stuff and what's out there. I mean, you can have grain bins that are sinking, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> we can lift those. We can lift. Over- well, they made a lot of money on that by yeah. leaving it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Um, I wouldn't want to lift that one anyway. I think it might it might have some problems. But no, we can lift airport runways. We can lift overpasses, highways. It's incredible stuff. This foam, and uh, but the more the most common things, Brian, are definitely uh, people's front steps going up to their porch. And the two slabs or one slab, whether you have a one- or two-car garage, are on the driveway, butting up to the garage concrete. I mean, I've seen drops typically in between one to two inches. I've seen drops four and a half inches. Mm. And that's crazy. And, you know, not only is it unsightly and a pain, it's hard on your car's
1: tires, I was too. I to say, alignment just gets thrown off weight.
0: Absolutely. So mm-hmm. those are the most common things for us. And then, uh, actually, uh, something that's quite important for the everyday use of, of, of people is wheelchair ramps. Um, they're sinking, and usually it's the final slab before the porch or area where they're going on to. I mean, we're talking like three inches we've seen, uh, four-inch drops. It, it It's not even an option to use that anymore. Um, and the nice thing with our foam is rather than having to wait 24 to 48 hours sometimes like you have to with mud jacking, whether you're driving, walking, or putting a wheelchair over it, uh, within 15 minutes, it's ready to be used.
1: So why wait for an accident to happen, especially someone you care a lot about? You don't want that to happen, so get into prevention mode and give them a call at Advanced Basement Systems. You'll find them online. And here's that number to call, one 488 74 News Talk Sports. Now, back to the
0: experts on AM nine. A couple
1: minutes away from 3 o'clock, you're listening to The Experts, all things basementy. It's Advanced Basement Systems, and Ben Bates is here. You can give them a call for a free foundation and inspection estimate. And here's that number, one 488 74 You not only have this massive network, but you work and deal with, as do your crew, Ray included, with a lot of patented products. And that's what makes you stronger. Yeah, and that's what makes it so long to train somebody when you hire them.
0: <laughs> but... uh no, we have almost thirty patents, uh, you know, and that ranges from basement water uh, drainage systems, sump pumps, um, you know, uh, hot water tank containment systems, crawl space encapsulation things, dehumidifiers. It goes on and on and on. But essentially, what what it is, it's not for advertising to say, "Look at the exclusivity we have; you can't get these products anywhere else." I mean, that's great, right? And that's how businesses can. But that's need. not your focus. But no, what it is is that you have a um, a direct problem. Okay. And we have a direct solution. You know, the our drainage system that we put in your basement around the footing on the perimeter is not the same stuff that goes into a farmer's field, right? It's specifically for this. You know, our... Um, tailored. Yeah, it, that's what it a is. A tailored solution. Especially with crawl spaces, too. You know, the stuff that put people, you know, encapsulate their crawl space with is what painters put down or what guys put down over your furniture when they're doing drywall. <laughs> like, you know, our liner for the clean space is, uh, for crawl spaces, it's called clean space. Um, you know, that clean space is is for crawl spaces. You know, the dehumidifier that we, that we patented, we have two, right? One for the basement, one for the crawl space. You know, we don't, we try not to retrofit. We try not to rig anything up like that. Because, you know, usually stuff like that, it's just a matter of time um, before you're back to square one. So, you know, we want to do it right the first time We want to get it done. Thanks for having us here, but, you know, we'd hate for you to have to see us again uh, other than the, you know, proactive service team. And, uh,
1: yeah, I mean— So the very least, Ben, one could do is to give you a call and get a no-obligation estimate and see these patented products and how much better off our listener would be.
0: Absolutely. And, hey, you know what? We're coming up to home show season. Our first big one of the year is over— um, well, it's not inside the Western Fair anymore. It's across the road at the Sportplex, I believe. And uh, you know, come on by, see our booth. We've got a we've got a cool banner um, that shows you what we fix, and we've have some pamphlets. Um, I have a great little pamphlet called Nine Steps to uh, Preparing to Finish Your Basement conventionally, and uh, features some of the products that we have in patents. And, uh, yeah, so that's the first thing. If you don't want to give us a call right now, that's fine. Come check us out at the home show at the end of January, yeah. and uh, you can meet some of the guys and uh, arrange an appointment with them.
1: And January 31st is the date, and we're taking the experts on the road, so we'll be seeing you there too. Great. Thanks, Ben. We'll look forward to having you back again, and be sure and give them a call at Advanced Basement Systems for all things basementy. Have a great weekend.